This portion of the swag in the morning is powered by Salon Love of Hollywood Hairstyles, where clients are like family. How do I know? Because I am a client. Located at 1018 Clarence Street in Norfolk, Virginia. Hours are Tuesday through Saturday. Owner Tanil Daniels, also known as the Weaveologist, have also stylists that specializes in all styles. Call today, 757-236-4610. That is 757-236-4610. Tell them the swag sent you. You are now listening to a baby color track creation. Creation. This your boy, Big Kev, on up J&K Style Grill, home of the original Whopper Burger and Stuffed Wings, and we're listening to Swag in the Morning. It's the world's famous. Yeah, I said it. In my Mr. Magic's voice, but I'm not going to lie. My sponsor just got me hungry. J&K Style Grill, 
just got me hungry. I'm starving. Home of the original waffle burger, stuffed wings, and J&K steak egg rolls. I'm hungry. I want you to visit them at 6557 College Park Square in Virginia Beach, Virginia. You can call them now, 757-965-4783. You can visit them online at jandkstylegrill.com and tell them you heard about it on the swag. Voice. It's the world famous swag in the morning. I am your brother, Prince Cree, and I am Lady B. Hitting buttons. She knows she ain't. She does the bios and all the reading and writing and cashing the checks and making sound effects, but she's gonna hit the button knowing that I wasn't on a set. See, this is the sign of you wanna go solo, Lady D. You want some Beyonce tip right now. Oh my God. Yeah, you want Beyonce tip. You want Beyonce tip. You want Beyonce tip. Yeah. So what's good, Lady D? Happy Valentine. You know what? We don't never celebrate. We ain't, I don't think 11 years of our marriage, we never celebrated Valentine. We celebrate in our own way. We don't celebrate like, you know, we don't do the traditional, I think February 14th. We celebrate when we feel on like On the 7th, 8th. Like, <laughs> we've been saying happy Valentine. Like, I brought you a Valentine's gift when we had Jamal Hall on it. Yeah. I didn't you get did. nothing. You did. Oh, so, well, hold up. Was you sizing it up? Lady, come on, be honest. Was you saying, like, that's what you call a gift? No, not at all. But you, but you looked at me with them green eyes like Negro. Is that what you call I that the Valentine's gift? That's the way that you took it. I never yeah, said but that. The you way put, you look. I sat it on the I sat Gave me the Deborah Smith look. Whatever. Trust me. We all had that look. <laughs> Kiara got it. Jada got it. Janai, they all, all your daughters got that look with that lip. And Come on, man. My day was good, too. How was yours? <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, we got, we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day. Yeah, I think we're going to do something. Yeah. I believe it's always good to, here's the thing, I love you 365 days in a year. I don't think one day can dictate my feelings for you. That's why I don't like to celebrate it, because it's almost like somebody telling me what to do. And you know, (laughs) nobody can tell Prince Cree what to do, but um, maybe Lady D. Maybe. All right, that's cool. I can work with that. Maybe, maybe Lady D. No, but it's it's good. So happy Valentine's Day to everybody. It's coming up. So it's coming up. Hope you got the stuff together and right for you, boo. We got an amazing gifted person that we have on our show today. We do. We do. Yeah. But lady, you remember this song? Hold on. Hold on. Make sure I think the song is in. Like I want to dance to the songs. Yeah, yeah. Laugh at me for one. I want to tell the haters to unfriend me right now. I got it. I got it. <laughs> okay. How did Jada be doing? Really? I'm having fun, J- um, Lady D. I mean, I get it. I get it. Go ahead. Have your fun, boo. You want to dance to your song? You got a song you want me to play? No, 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 no. <laughs> I send this one out to Dania. I miss Dania. Right. Uh, that's why. I'm, you know, I miss my cast. That's why. Okay. I'm, I'm really sad right now because we ain't going to play. And I just want to play a song. She's 16, 17. Like, they growing fast, man, with this thing, man. Yeah, they, they are. I'm like, so Lady D, yes, can yes, I do this? Yes. Can I introduce the person? Sure you can. No, no, not the way you do it. I just want to do this. Okay.
Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> look, Lady D. Yes. We are excited. I'm excited because this wonderful, gifted individual, woman, black woman, <laughs> always gave me my light. What? Always gave me my light. Okay. So I want to do this. It's you not gonna. Check one two, check one two. Don't die, yeah. To make a wind ball. It's your born and raised. I don't know, but yeah, I gotta give her praise. I give her praise right now because she's a black queen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Freestyle fanatic, automatic me. You know Prince Street, I still got it, boo. With your green eyes looking at me. Happy Valentine's Day to all my queens on the earth. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the amazing, gifted Tamika Winborn. <laughs> Lady D, I know I be quick catching you off guard, huh? You really do. Do you want to get right? in and be like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah? I'm good. No, I'm good. Like I'm flavor, stay. be my flavor flag. No, I'm gonna stay in my lane. I'm just gonna go ahead and watch you do your my thing. Hype I'm gonna man. stay. <laughs> I can be the hype man. Come I'm on, gonna you gotta be my hype man, lady. I'm gonna stay in my lane though. I'm gonna stay in my lane. Okay, <laughs> lady, who do we have to the stage? Who's here? Who are we giving the stage to? But listen, everybody, coming to our stage today, we have Miss Tamika M. Winborn. She's a writer, a director, a producer. She considers herself a social filmmaker. She's currently working on developing a feature narrative and documentary. Additionally, she's in pre-production for a short film, Wise Love. In 2009, she wrote and directed her first short film, Pass Me By. Since then, she has directed two commercials, one PSA, and three additional short films that center around social issues. In 2014, she was commissioned to co-produce a feature documentary entitled In Plain Sight, Human Trafficking for Fox Creative. Tamika's short film, Age Out, was screened in 2018 at the Synodicy uh-huh, Film Festival, and the Bronze Lens Film Festival. She's also screened Age Out as a fundraiser for Becoming Families, a foster care nonprofit. In October, the Newport News Department of Social Services will screen Age Out, their Age Out um, Who's Got Your Back foster um, care awareness event. She's adapting Age Out into a feature film. Tamika was recently commissioned to direct a short historical documentary, The Aberdeen Gardens 158, Built for Us by Us, produced by Unity Cornerstone Foundation and the Aberdeen Foundation. Tamika serves as co-chair of the Atlanta branch of the Alliance of Women Directors, chair of AWD's Black Directors Advancement Initiative, also member of Brown Girls Doc Mafia, and Women of Color Unite and Glass Elevator. Ladies and gentlemen, Gentlemen, we have Tamika Winborn. Ah, give it up. Hey! Hey, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. That was like my favorite introduction. I just want you to know. Like, it's I'm black gonna that's your favorite one? Okay, yeah. I got yeah. it. <laughs> Put your black history Thank up. You. <laughs> there we go. Oh. Got to get your moment on. Got to get your moment on, sis. First on the swag in the morning, you got to get your moment on. Come on. Hey. Hey. How's it going, my sister? It has been a minute since you and I kicked the willy bobo. It has been. It has been. I think you guys had me like for a second, but I was looking all crazy, so I couldn't step there and play with y'all. <laughs> so oh, that's that was- okay. That's okay. <laughs> I believe this is that's the first time we get a yeah. chance to speak. To Lady D, because Lady D, she's always behind the scenes with the plays and things like that. But she's very valuable to this movement that you and me and her does. But um, how you been? How you been I'm holding great. up since this pandemic? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you all doing? We hanging in there. We're doing good. We're doing good. We're hanging I in love there. the energy you guys have. It's so amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're yeah, welcome. when I get off here, I'm in trouble. So, hey, <laughs> I might as well get it all out right now. <laughs> Let's get it all out now. Get it all out. You hear me? <laughs> so, how you been handling this pandemic? I mean, no film. Like, like what's been going on with you, Queen? How's it, everything been going since the pandemic? 
Yeah, I took, you know, the first few months of the pandemic, I did nothing. You know, I just rested and got rejuvenated because I was really tired and didn't realize how burnt out I was. So um, then I got back to writing and working and I'm doing a lot. I feel like I'm more busy now than I was before. So just getting getting prepared for when we get back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's always tough being in, in the entertainment field in this industry. Um, So the topic of our discussion is filming while being black. That's awesome. And we can go here all day about who inspired you. But I want to ask you, without asking that part of who inspired you, um, how long have you been doing what you do? You know what I'm saying? How long have you been writing and wanting to direct? Like, did it start in your house you know, how no, did I, I had no idea I wanted to. I, well, one, I didn't know what the crap I wanted to do, you know. And so what happened was <laughs> um, one day, this is this is funny, um, and I don't remember what year it was. I think it was around 2002. I was um, watching the news and there was this, I don't know if you guys remember this case. I think it was in California where this man went into a department store and they said he stole like a bracelet or something and the police killed him. And I was very frustrated. And so at that time I used to write poetry and I wrote a poem about it. And right after that, I felt like I I just felt thirsty to continue to write. So I wrote, started writing my first novel, which is entitled where my strength comes from. And that had nothing to do with that subject, but it just in, in the same moment, a title came to me and then the beginning and the end of the book came to me. And so I took about maybe, I didn't publish it into 2005, self-published it. And so as I was doing that, I was like, oh, maybe I'll turn this into a movie, but I really just didn't know how. It didn't really seem tangible. It seemed like something that, you know, like, uh, it's a dream, but how do you make it happen? And so I moved to New York with the hopes of hopefully getting into the film industry, but that was like pre-social media. And I had no idea how to break in, didn't have any contacts and didn't know anyone in the industry. And so I just sort of started selling real estate and I stayed there for like a year, came back to Virginia. Mm. And then when I came back to Virginia, ironically, um, I had started buying books and, and, you know, just self, you know, I'm trying to self teach myself filmmaking, screenwriting, and one of my friends, Tivia, she was also on the same path. So we would, you know, sort of buy books, share books. And um, I, there was a, someone was making a feature film locally and I saw them and, I, and at that time I was just coming off of working on the Obama campaign and went into working on Terry McCullough's campaign. And so I um, saw someone and I was like, hey, I'm an aspiring filmmaker. And they were like, oh, we don't have a budget. And I was like, well, I'll volunteer. I just want to be on set because I saw like on Facebook, he said, follow me on Facebook and they were building sets. And I was like, wow, this looks like a real movie, you know? And so I was like, okay. So that was my first project that I volunteered on as a PA. But as I was there, I was like, I can do this. You know, I didn't really know how to do it. And, you know, but I was like, it felt more tangible. And so therefore, shortly after that, um, I, I went to an event and someone at the Addicts Theater, they were hosting a screenwriting workshop and Clyde Santana was leading that. And so for, we ended up having like, it was like a, um, for like nine years, we were um, a part of this, the Addicts Theater, Addicts Theater Writers Workshop. And so that's how the journey began. In that time, I don't know if you know Monty Ross who co-produced with Spike Lee and for, from She's Gotta Have It Up to Malcolm X, he started working there. And so he would mentor a lot of us young filmmakers and that was sort of the beginning. And then Clyde was our coach. He was going back and forth to LA taking workshops, but then coming back, teaching us some of the the information. And that was, so I wrote and directed my first short film, like she said, in 2019, I mean, 2009, and that was Pass Me By. And then that's how it started. Wow. Wow. So it wasn't even it wasn't even like this was a dream of yours as a as a little girl. It was just something that that just came up. 
Not at all. And funny enough, wow. I wasn't even the kid that liked TV or movies that much. <laughs> like I, I like reading books, you know, I wanted to wow. read, but I didn't even like, I didn't watch TV. So that was always like, people say, oh, you need to write, watch movies. And I was like, okay, I need to start watching more TV and movies, but that wasn't my goal at all. And I think for me, I think I did not realize it, but I think it took a few years to realize that the reason that filmmaking works for me is because it's a visual medium that I can talk about things that are important to me and bring right. light to it. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. That's something. Yeah. Because when I'm writing plays or if I'm in a writer's zone, I do not look at TV, nor do I mm-hmm. listen to radio when I'm writing songs. Wow. Because I don't want to get distracted. Because sometimes yeah. you can, by habit, program yourself mm-hmm. to constantly see that vision, mm-hmm. to hear that song. Agreed. And so I, you know, that's kind of crazy that you would never enter TV. So God was to you through dreams and visions. I believe. Yeah. And the crazy thing is I didn't know that I wanted to write a book. Well, I used to say it jokingly, you know, like I would say, like, you know, how like something happens in your life. You're like, oh, I can write a book. <laughs> you know, I should write a book, you know, like just joking. Mm-hmm. And then later it manifests. I actually have another book. Hopefully I'll get out very soon that I wrote that um it's been in my computer for a minute but i'm gonna try to move that forward soon <laughs> <laughs> well yeah how about let's move it out of the computer come on let's get it out. <laughs> lady d knows we are on a mission to make everybody on this earth that's write it. a book everybody got a story that's what you say everybody, everybody has, has a story yeah. inside of them it's important I agree. um i'm missing my cast members oh yeah. i am man. i'm missing my cast members <laughs> so how are I'm you guys coping huh? Go ahead. how am i coping I got to deal with lady. I mean, I'm coping okay. I'm doing okay. Lady D, is, she's keeping you in check, I bet. I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, you know um, this pandemic, I, I say in the midst of pandemic, I feel like everyone who has been impacted, and that's everyone, yeah. I feel like um, it's an opportunity to find out who we really are. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's yeah. an opportunity to tap into your gifts because mm-hmm. we couldn't go anywhere. So Mm -hmm. we're so used to always moving about and doing things and, you know, wearing all the hats that we wear. But then when everything came to a halt, I, me personally, began to look and say, wow, I I got this inside of me. So I'm more creative than than I thought I was. And and I'm like, everybody should come out better than they went in. Very well said. I think so. Because I'm blown away, lady. And this is so crazy, right? We live in the same house, sleep in the same room. You know, we've been together for a minute, for a lot of minutes. And <laughs> when you get up in the morning and you do the words, your words of the day, I'm like a, like, I don't live with you, right? I'll be on social media stalking, <laughs> like, like uh, what do you call it? Trolling your profile. Like, when did Lady D's going to put up the thing? Um, what words she has today? Because keep in mind, our ministry is so unique that God speaks to us parallel. So when he's saying yeah, something to okay. her, I just wait for her to deliver her word to kind of co-flow inside with what, what God gave me the, earlier that day. And when mm-hmm. she came up with today um, was excuses. Yeah. Mm. And it was just in line with what God said to me today is like, we have to stop blaming somebody. Right. Stop coming oh, up with absolutely. excuses. What is your excuse for not doing this? Right now, what is your excuse for not activating your gift? Right. What, what is your excuse for not getting on the mark and mm-hmm. get set? I'm missing my That's cast good. members. I got to do this. This is my girl, Sean Monique. This is the professor. I'm missing my cast members, so I'm going to play their song. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My life matters, Cass. I just gotta play it, man. I miss my (laughs) 
road dog. That's my ace. That's my partner <laughs> in crime. That's my, I mean, anyway, the stage is yours. To me. I'm trying to audition. So <laughs> no, you're next, next movie. Okay. You, you see what you see what he doing. He trying to you know sneak an audition in there real quick. And I'm just gonna sit back and I'm gonna sit back and go ahead and let him do it. So when the door open, I'm just gonna bombard and run him. She's right trying out. to go solo. I'm beating her to the punch. I'm beating her to the punch. I'm beating her to the punch. She's trying to go solo. Yeah, I am beating her to the punch. That's how I'm doing. I'm beating her to the punch. Because Lady D's trying to go solo. I know she is. Nah, she got good. more fan mail. She gets fan mail. Now, who in the world get fan mail? I don't get no fan mail. <laughs> that means she's, she, has that, she has that oh, gift. She has that gift. What's your next question, though? <laughs> I'm you, lady. Don't, don't look at me asking if I'm still on the pace up. I just want to, 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 to let you know that some things that, you know, I just don't appreciate you wanting to go solo. And we just started this podcast. <laughs> We've been business for a long time, but gosh, do it have to be that way? So, Tamika, <laughs> my question for you <laughs> is what inspires you to what inspires you to write? Oh, good question. Um, to be honest with you, sometimes I don't want to write, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really honest. Um, yeah. I really love directing, but um, what inspires me usually is, is, is uh, um, I've, Toni Morrison used this um, line one time. She, someone asked a question similar, and she said, we're vessels, you know, and I believe that's the case. I feel like it's a calling. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to get to it. And then it's that nagging that says, no, you have to do it. And so that is usually the inspiration. I usually run first, then, you know. I keep getting that nagging and then I'll do it. And typically it is, you know, um, I feel like God has blessed me to be a gift, to use my gift to be a voice to the voiceless. So if, you know, like the movie that you were showing when we started is Aged Out, that's to bring awareness to youth aging out of the foster care system. Um, then, you know, um, right now, um, one of my good friends, niece went missing, um, this past fall. And so we're making the documentary um, the, to, to address, you know, missing black, particularly, you know, how black and brown people go missing and, and, and some of the lessons that we learned in the process of that um, journey so that we can help our communities. And also if the police are not active, how do we make, what do we do until that happens so that we can make sure that we find our children hopefully or at least, you know, give the parents or the community tools to use and then hopefully advocate for some of the change in the missing persons units. So that's some one of the things that um, is on the table for a little bit later. Wow. And then aged out, I want to, you know, I'm adapting that into a feature film. Um, Wise Love, um, how did I, I was working with a, a young lady and she shared her journey as a caretaker of a young man. I changed the story quite a bit, but you know, we don't often think about what caretakers experience when they're taking care of our loved ones that are ill or have mental illnesses or aging parents or whatever. So we, in this wise love, the mother is, a, is um, she's a caretaker of a son that recently developed schizophrenia. And so she is, you know, having to, you know, deal with her own issues as she's trying to save her son and she goes through extreme measures to save her son in her way of thinking she's protecting him. Wow. It seems as if, well, not as if, most of your films and the direction that you're going in, there's a lot of purpose. There's a lot yes. of substance behind it. Mm -hmm. And it's what I'm, what I'm, I'm very attractive, attracted to that because I, I look at the musical I do and we're we're we have this musical and it's the musical with a purpose. Like Absolutely. And, and since I've been following you and since I've um got gotten to know you, I've realized that a lot of your stuff has a lot of substance. Do Thank you feel you. that you're called to do things other than this film? Or if you um, this is the vehicle? I don't know. I think, you know, I'm, I'm developing, I'm realizing like um, Lady D said during COVID, I've realized that I have several gifts, <laughs> some I want to run away from, mm -hmm. some that I know that is, is 
I don't know what to do with them yet, you know, but you know, that has been a blessing in this time. It's like, okay, what else am I supposed to do? I think filmmaking is my first love, um, even more than writing books. I think it's my first love. Um, but I also believe that, you know, I don't know, like there are other things that I think that, you know, like just being support to people sometimes or just helping, helping people, you know, see their best selves, you know, some of the, mm -hmm. it's one of the gifts that I think I have. And I don't know, I'm still figuring that out, you know, <laughs> like figuring out, you know, the, what is my complete purpose? Cause I think we're all gifted with multiple things mm -hmm. and we can use them in different seasons. And then sometimes they work together, you know? Um, so right. I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. All right. We're going to get a little bit into filming while being black. In okay. The meantime, let's talk about it. This portion of the swag in the morning, the stage is yours. It's powered by Goli. My God, finally, that ugh taste of the apple cider vinegar, it is gone. And Goli gummies, they have the solution. The same daily vitamins, gluten-free, gelatin-free. I'm telling you, this product is off the chain. It works. Go right now to Goli.com. That's G-O-L-I.com. And use the swag in the morning promo code. You're going to get a nice discount because they're going to know we sent you. Did you have yours today? I did. I, I didn't have mine. You late. Oh, I'm late? <laughs> you I'm on late. My, I take these things three times a day, two in the morning, two by lunchtime, and then two when we have dinner. These things work. They good, y'all. Y'all need, need to try it, really. Gummy. Uh, apple cider vinegar gummy. All right. Let's get into the real juicy stuff. Yes. Okay. Filming while being black. You know, let First me tell y'all. Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go I'm, I'm going to tell y'all this is so ironic that this is your topic, right? So um, right after George Floyd was murdered, um, I'm a member of the Alliance of Women Directors. Um, I'm the co-chair of the Atlanta chapter. And so in the midst of this, you know, as we were talking about injustices, you know, our executive director and a few other, our board members, you know, we all met. And so we started talking about the injustices of, of that, or not the injustice, but the inequity that we have as black filmmakers and mm -hmm. especially for black women filmmakers. So we recently um, started a new initiative called the Black Directors Advancement Initiative with the hopes that we can get more of our black women um, directors, mentors, um, fellow, having fellowships and some, you know, we'll, it's, it's con constantly developing, but there is, um, so that was born, birthed out of filmmaking, filming while black. And we actually did a panel entitled film, wow. filming while black. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. Hey, Terry J. Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And a few other lady direct black directors, Monique Younger. Yeah, we have people talking about it. There's so what was your of, question? I'm sorry. There's a <laughs> lot of upcoming black queens that's writing and directing major films. Eva yeah. that did the um thing with the Central Park guys, yeah. man. Ava. Like, I'm, I'm, Ava. I am mm -hmm. so blown away but because of the culture shift. And when I see my sisters out there doing doing their thing I'm more of an more I'm like so super excited about it not because because of this black and a woman and so mm -hmm. there's things that are against you that's that you gotta you guys gotta face versus us men like you know we are black that's one against us but you guys have two you know what I mean mm -hmm. things that they we you gotta jump over those obstacles so as a black woman into filmmaking what challenges that you faced, like even going to short film and film festivals? Have you ran into any crucial, uh, man, this is, this is a sad moment in our history that you won't let me in. You know, have you ever experienced anything like that to me? I think most black filmmakers, particularly black women filmmakers, face several of those obstacles. One being lack of resources, lack of relationships, lack of training, you know, um, lack of access, you know what I mean? Like as we're, even as we're developing this program, you know, many of us just don't have the same opportunities given to us. I think it's, 
it's harder for women in general. But then if you're a black woman, it's even harder, you know, um, right. it's hard to get funding. It's hard to make the relationships to know who the distributors are, who's going to green light the projects, you know, um, having people that have the skills to, you know, help elevate your project, you know, so it's, it's a lot of issues being a black woman director that makes it difficult because many of us have amazing stories to tell, but we don't get in the door. And so we end up having these projects and this is how so many people end up falling out of doing what they really love doing is simply because, you know, we don't want to just keep putting our stuff on YouTube. We want to get it on, right. you know, your HBOs, your Netflix, your, you know, right. Showtimes and, you know, all of that, or, you know, in the theaters, but it's like a handful of people that get, that, you know, often will get those opportunities, but there's so many amazing black women filmmakers out here that has some amazing stories to tell. And so I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing a, a shift in that um, dynamic as well. But also wow. let me, I'm gonna put a charge out to the community because right. I think it's also important that we support black filmmakers. You know, when you have a black film that you see right. or a black woman director or whatever, it is important to support that. We often, you know, talk about like, um, we all never get a chance, you know, like they'll, you know, you'll hear the community talk about like the lack of movies that represent black people, but when they come out, do we watch them? Do we, you know, do we, mm -hmm. you know, pay attention to it? And then we, do we also say when there are movies that depict us poorly, why do we continue to watch those? Because that just gives those people who green light permission to say, oh no, that's what we want to see, those gangster movies, those blah, 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 blah movies. And I'm not knocking those, but we have so many stories that are, you know, we're not monolithic, so we don't have to just tell one area of movies. It doesn't have to be mm -hmm. just gangster, black gangster movies. It doesn't have to be just Christian films. Like we have so many stories. So I would charge the community to really advocate and support black filmmakers in black films. I mean, of course, you know, we require to, you know, make good project products for you guys to support, but, you know, like anything else, always remember when you're watching a black film, if it's not, doesn't have the same quality of a Steven Spielberg film, that, that black filmmaker didn't get to make as many films as Steven Spielberg. So when you're making a film, every time you make a film, you get better and better. You learn and from better, each yeah. mistake. But if I can only make a movie every five years, then, you know, you, how do you get better? How do you get to get to that skill set? So it's important for us to start also supporting these black filmmakers and black films when they come out. Yeah. It's, you know what? As you were speaking, I was just thinking, you know, when we're watching these films, some, most of us are so critical. You know, we'll sit down and we will watch something and then we'll be like, oh, well, why is like that? Or, or why, does, why does this look like that? And we have to understand that, you know what? We don't have the, the, the funding that mm -hmm. the, the other ones have, right? So we Absolutely. have to do and make it work. And, but that's how we are. We're going to make it work. We're going to do what we can do with what we have until we get where we're going so we as a community have to understand that let's support let's stop you know pulling down let's stop you know picking out what's wrong and look yes. at the the message of the story and then see how we can make it better because that person is trying and I mean I'm just saying that for me like even when I, I mentioned this before. When I was younger, I used to write. I used to be in my room writing. Mm -hmm. And I can remember, and I really wish I remembered where I, I hid this piece of work at. I used to write. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember writing a play, and I thought that, and I was in the fourth grade. And oh, I wrote wow. a play, and I at the time didn't realize that it was a gift that God had given me. Mm. And I wrote the full play and I had to be all these characters, but I hid it. And then when I hid it, <laughs> I, I ripped, I ripped up some of it because I was like, if somebody see this, they're going to think I'm crazy. And I did uh -huh. not realize that it was a gift. I was writing in the fourth grade. So had I known that, I would have, you know, went on and, and, and maybe have been a little further than what I am. But I do realize that when we're trying to do these things, 
you know, you do need support. You do need yeah, people absolutely. to say, yes, that was good. So I do say to, you know, our listeners and our viewers, let's support one another. Yeah, let's please. stop. Let's stop picking. Because you know what? I believe that there is somebody that may be watching this and they write and they don't realize how important and how much it's needed. Exactly. Everybody has a, sto- everybody exactly. has a story. Has a story. I see that. Yeah. That's one of my pet peeves. That is one of my uh, main things I like to say to people is that, please, get on your mark. Get yes. set and wait for God pistol to tell you to go. Stay in your lane. Dedicate at least an hour, two hours we, get, we are all given the same amount of time in this world, and that's 24 hours, right? Billionaires have the same time, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Like we go to work, eight hours. Mm-hmm. But when you come home, you give yourself nothing but the couch. Yeah. You give yourself yeah. nothing but play, PlayStation 9 or whatever you guys are, yeah. right? <laughs> but you don't give yourself two hours, just two hours or even 30 minutes of your time to focus on what God is speaking to you. If yes. you do it, you'll complete a book. Because yeah. the more time yeah. you're wasting, the more time your legacy is going to f- being flushed down the toilet. I'm here to tell you, Tamika, you you got on your mark. Thank you. you. And went, I want to. You got set. Mm-hmm. And you did. And what I want to address talking. something else in our community that um, Lady D said. You know, it is oftentimes in our community when we see young people. So like as a fourth grader. When she wrote her play, imagine had the our parents and they didn't know, you know. But right. I just think it's so important. Like a lot of times, we steer our children away from nurturing those gifts instead of saying, you know what, there's something special about her writing. And oftentimes, they say, oh, you should be a doctor or a lawyer, maybe, but that's not your gift, right? And oftentimes, people will feel. I have a friend, you know, she was an attorney. And she used to say, like, if I didn't have this much student debt, I don't know that I would still be an attorney, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, like we we don't always get a chance to develop in our in, in our community. We don't you know, support our children when they have these gifts and talents. And we really I believe art changes the world. I really do. I mean, look at the, the, the plays that you guys are doing that, you know, talks about mental health, you know. Um, and then I also believe that everything we watch or create does not have to be about social issues because we need to laugh too. We need to get lost in fantasy, you know, so it doesn't have, that is my calling, but I think we need all of it, you know? That's right. But I I, I charge people, if you have a child that writes or sings or do poetry or create, you know, do, you know, paintings or whatever, nurture those gifts like in the right. thing now like a lot of times even with our parents they didn't have the financial resources to invest in sending you to a class to you know a writing class right. or an art class but guess what we have youtube <laughs> you know you can learn almost yeah. anything on youtube so you know if you don't have the money sit down with your kids and like hey you want to draw let me sh- let me put on this youtube video so that you can learn how to do that until you can later find the money to That's invest right. in classes so we need to nurture, you know, our gifts for our young filmmakers too. Like, look at those kids that always grabbing their cameras and shooting stuff. Let's figure out how to help mm-hmm. them tell those stories, you know, so yeah. that we yeah. have more amazing black filmmakers um, coming up. Wow. That's something. Hmm. Okay. So we have, we do have your number. So I do have some things twisting up in my okay, head that see, I'm all right, trying to call that right. I am getting ready to throw at you. You know what? Cause I am, I am so big on, um, helping people, you know, I may have missed my turn back then. And, and I still think I have time. I still, you know, you I do. still write and I still put, you know, things into place. So I am thankful for that. You know, I, I learned my gift and I'm trying to, um, you know, perfect my craft. Yes. Um, but I do, I I mean, I, I look at the generation. I have, I have children. I have a nine-year-old who I see so many gifts in. And I'm like, you know what? I'm paying attention to her because I realize that she can, 
Um, I just learned today um, from her, her school teacher that she did a wonderful poem and her teacher was so excited about it that she took a picture and she went home and she did, you know, she read it and, and she said she was, she was filled by that. I also know that she can draw. So I want to, you know, capture those other children who are, you know, at that age. I don't want them to be missed. So mm -hmm. if they can write and they, they're interested in film, why not, you know, stick them exactly. on YouTube like you said and and kind of feed that you know feed that gift don't miss it you know you know the other thing is like and we have to give affirmations you know like so oh my god that's so even if it's not great that's a wonderful yeah. poem oh that's a wonderful yeah. picture let me show you how you can do that a little bit differently or watch this youtube um video see how he sketches this way or whatever like we yeah. have to give right you know like be careful of the words we choose with our children yeah. instead of giving I agree. Like, you know, instead of always giving the negative criticism, let's give more positive yeah. affirmations because yeah. our confidence comes from that. So like, if right. you like, oh man, that, that, I mean, that's okay. But if you say that's great, but let me show you how you can do something different. That kid is gonna have the, the level of confidence when they get our age that they can do anything, you know? Yep. Right. Part of so our struggle and the difference in, you know, <laughs> black filmmakers, nobody encouraged us. So we are, oftentimes we walk in, walk into the room with so much fear, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if we have people constantly saying, Hey, you're great. Guess what? We're going to believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with that because our 18 year old, she started, she wanted to play softball on her own. Right. So that mm -hmm. was one of the things we didn't force her to do. And I used to tell her, I used to say, Nana, you can hit a home run. Yeah. I wanted to the smack. I was like, Nana, you can hit a home run. If you watch this baseball player, watch that swing, and I kid you not, she hit a home run. Yeah, and I she love said, "Dad, step down, hit a home run." And I'm like, <laughs> "I told you. Now you can. Now you can. Every time you get up, they're gonna be scared of you. And mm -hmm. every time she got up, they'll walk her. Nah, like, <laughs> that's it's, awesome. it's, it's really saying those things and saying, yeah. "Look, baby, you can do all things through Christ." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll go on that field and say it, and they deliver it. And so yes. you're totally right with that. Yeah, but what the crazy thing about that story is when I um when we took her out, I did I I went out and I said, Well listen, um my baby's never done this before and <laughs> she doesn't know what she's doing and you know, so y'all bear with her, you know. And I was already giving them that disclaimer because I'm like, you know, she didn't she's never done this before. I tried I tried soccer, she didn't she didn't do well with that. I tried everything else, she didn't do well with that. But when they put her where she you know, where she was able to maneuver, she went up there the very first time and hit a home run and now the That's crazy awesome. thing is, is that she didn't even understand what she had done. All she knew is that she hit the ball so far that she was able to run. But wow. when she ran, she didn't know to keep on running. So when she finally did run, she ran all the way past home. And we were like, <laughs> stop. That's enough. You know? I love so, that story. I mean, but it was, it was amazing. And then, you know, and when now she, that's, that's her lane, you know. So yes. for those who are watching and listening, you may not understand, you know, you may not understand your gift right then. Right. That's then, right. But if you go ahead and you start doing it, oh, my God, you will be yes. amazed at the things that, you know, that you will find out. So don't be afraid to do it. She wasn't afraid. She just knew, you know, she knew that that's what she liked. Yes. And that was she didn't know that was her gift. But it, she found out later. So, you know, step out and do it. Step out and do it. Yes. You know, and oftentimes and we it. don't know it's our gift until you yeah. land there. Something <laughs> always, you, will, there. you know, something will always push like you in that, that direction. And then all of a sudden you're like, huh, I love this. You know, I didn't, if you would have asked <laughs> yes. me, you know, like as a, as in my twenties, do you want to be a filmmaker? And even when I first started, you know, I wrote a book first and I was like, wow. You know, first I started real estate. And I used to love real estate. And then now I'm like, oh, and so then, you know, like, and then, you know, as an author, I was like, you know, I, I would write, I was just, I would write, I was not distracted, I would write. But then once I started doing filmmaking, it's like, wow, this is magical. You know what I mean? This is what I really mm -hmm. love. So it's a matter of like, it does, it's not always the first thing and it's not always the first thing you love. It may be a couple of things that lead you to the thing that you're purposed to do. Right. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Wow. That's, that's We're going to come back, lady. Yeah. Is it okay for me to um, pay the light bills? Yeah. 
You better pay the bills. Pay those. All right. This portion of the swag in the morning, the stage is yours. It's powered by Tougher Than Nails Apparel. The apparel with the purpose. And I'm telling you, this brand is amazing. Because every time you make a purchase, they donate a pair of socks. Yeah, I said it, socks, to a homeless shelter. You know, socks is the number one requested item for homeless people. And they're doing a great job. Tougher Than Nails Apparel. But when you check out, you're going to get you a discount. Use promo code SWAG2021 and then know you heard about it right here on the Swag in the Morning. This portion of the Swag in the Morning is powered by Salon Love of Hollywood Hairstyles, where clients are like family. How do I know? Because I am a client. Located at 1018 Clarence Street in Norfolk, Virginia. Hours are Tuesday through Saturday. Owner, Tanil Daniels, also known as And I know that I was had a mask on. That was exciting. Yeah, yes. She's very safety. Yes, yes. yes. Safety. She yes. she was not playing. Everybody had to have their mask. So I I'm, I was thankful for that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So filming while being black with Miss Tamika Winborn. Um, I am definitely. It's an honor, really, to give you your botanical, your garden, your roses, or whatever oh, flowers you. while you're here on Earth. It was thank important you. for me to reach out to you because every time something is going on with us, I, I have an opportunity to speak with you and see how you celebrate um, our movement. And so it. I'm going to ask you right now, Cicely Tyson, the queen, she passed on, right? What does she mean or what does she meant to you as a black filmmaker? Um, what do her legacy mean to you? Well, one thing that I think is um, as a dark skinned woman, I feel like it was important to have someone like Cicely Tyson represent dark skinned women, especially in her time where it was there were so many more barriers as a dark skinned woman. Um, I saw something where she said where well, they wanted her to get braces on her teeth and she chose not to because she loved who she was, you know, and, and there are certain images that they want us to perpetuate to fit their standard of beauty. And she didn't. And look at the legacy that she left behind. And she um, lived a beautiful life. I mean, 96 years old, like that is a full life. She was in, I mean, like she's been in so many movies recently, you know, and so yeah. that's not like, you know, how like some actors, you know, they may have been in a movie 50 years ago, but she's been working, living her dream, her purpose up until that time. So I, I think if anything, um, the most important thing that I got from Cicely Tyson is just keep doing what you love doing, you know, just keep doing it. Wow. Keep doing it and do it. Do it without fear. Do it whether you're scared oh. or not. Because yeah. I'm, whether I'm you're sure, scared or not, yeah. Right. I'm sure that you know throughout her lifetime there had to be some scary. Oh, moments. for sure. But she kept going. I mean, she kept, kept going. going. Like she had to walk in the back of the theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, she couldn't. You know, it's just a, just think of that. I yeah, mean, she she's, she's seen was, some stuff. And not only that, there was a um, there was a um, I think it was a acting teacher or coach or something that was sexually harassing her. And she said, wow. she went back because she said, I need this. I'm not gonna let him take that away from me. You know what I mean? Wow. Like this is my opportunity to get to the next level. So wow. um, we have to, you know, like, I don't know, that was impressive. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like extremely dynamic because most of us would have been like, I'm not dealing with him, but he would have robbed her from her opportunity of the life yeah. that she lived. Yeah. That's true. Tyler Perry said something um, in his speech about her that she took on roles that represented us as a people, yes. mm -hmm. our culture. 
and she wouldn't take anything less than that. Right. Absolutely. You know, and not to take away from anything other actors are doing, but she would not do anything less than representing our culture mm -hmm. to a level that we can actually have some hope and some inspiration to can carry on to do great things. Right. And Cicely was speaking through her, her, her roles that yes. she was playing on the film. And that's one of the things that I got to say, I salute the queen. Absolutely. I wish I had an opportunity to see her and just hug her. And again, that, 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 that beauty and acting in the roles that she took on, man, inspired me even yeah. um, to do what I'm doing or to even want to get acting and acting crazy in my, my apartment growing up. So, nice. And then her so, depiction, yeah, the, the yeah. depictions, like she wanted to make sure, you know, we still forget that there are white people and other people too, who never actually met black people. And so when right. you only see these negative images of us in the news or in movies or entertainment that we've created, um, she took a stand for that. She was like, no, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna represent the people who I know, you know? And so that's, that's encouraging and important. And I think as we are creating projects, we have to think about there, there should be some type of responsibility. And like I said, we should still have fun and make silly fun stuff, but how does that, you know, make, how do we, how does it allow people to see us, but how do we also see ourselves when we watch right. this type of project? Right. Yeah. We're going to ask you, we're going to give you the stage. In oh, this wow. Other part <laughs> of the show. Okay. You can do a I'm few scared. things. You can okay. sing. Uh-oh, you, you, <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want that. You can give us a monologue. <laughs> You can um, tap dance and do some modern. I don't care. But the stage is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, the stage is yours. Okay, before we Jamaica start, before we start. What? what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know You can what tell to a do. joke. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know. Um, I would say, um, go ahead. Give me a hint. Give me a clue. No. You can do what you want. Say what you want. It's like your birthday. Today's your okay. birthday. Oh, actually, Saturday is my birthday. Saturday is, is my it? birthday. Happy it birthday. is. Thank you. <laughs> hey, it's your birthday. <laughs> he loves yes. his buttons. The stage is yours. You can say what you want. Do what you want. Talk about your business. Talk about your upcoming project. Talk about the book that you should be make, writing. Talk about stuff <laughs> that you believe that you should say. Talk about Trump. Talk about whatever. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to go there because that's a whole other conversation. But this is my first book. Just ironically, I just did a, a video. So this is the cover of my first book, Where My Strength Comes From. And, okay. uh, and so... Um, I told you guys about Wise Love and um, the documentary. Um, we're adapting, uh, let's see, adapting Aged Out into a feature after COVID. Um, one of the things I guess I'm really excited about, I'm now the chair of the Black Directors Advancement Initiative with the Alliance Women Directors. And I'm really excited. It's been a lot of work, but it's like exciting just to see, hopefully we have the opportunity to connect, you know, some of our other Black women directors with, um, with um, mentors, you know, to help, you know, get build some of those relationships. And then um, Alliance of Women Directors in Atlanta, I'm the co-chair. And so we are actually expanding from not just Atlanta, but the South. So we'll include Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, because we want to focus on those independent um, filmmakers, women, who, mm. you know, just to build community, because like before, when I was in Virginia, you know, you start to feel lonely sometimes, like, you know, who else is doing it? You're like feeling lonely. So we want to build community, help everybody enhance their craft. And so that's um, another thing that I'm working with and I'm really excited about. Um, for me, I'm excited to have another birthday. Thank God, yes. you know, through this pandemic, yes. that, you know, um, I've been safe and have not had COVID, thank God, and um, have friends and family that have had it most have survived i've lost one person for sure but it's you know i'm in a great space i'm running in mm -hmm. a great space right now i'm looking forward to um the future i don't know what else to talk about <laughs> like, it's okay it's okay 
ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Let me tell stage. you this 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 is this book here is my first novel I wrote in 2005. Um, don't hold me, actually do hold me to it. I and this is like um probably not a what I would call like social justice project, but I think I'm gonna adapt that into a screenplay. So I'm gonna oh, wow. have you to hold me to it. That's We're right. going to hold you to it. We got it. it. I'm we writing it. it down right now. Okay. And trust me, she writes everything down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. We, we will revisit that later. Yes. <laughs> Our sister, Tamika Wimborn. Thank, Thank, Thank you, Tamika. Thank you for having love me. You. Love you, too. Yeah. Lady D, I'm a- All right. Ah. It's world-famous swag in the morning, and... um. Morning do not mean daytime. What it means? New hope, new beginning. So if you're trying to sit in and say, why are they f- taping this at night? Morning don't mean night. It means new hope and new beginning, freedom for being in the darkness. Our mission is to bring some light onto some situations, like bringing light onto Tamika Wimbledon. That's right. An amazing African American sister who's writing, who's doing big things. Swag means saved with amazing grace. Amazing grace, yes. We're celebrating Black History Month. Mm -hmm. And one good black history fact, by the way, we like to say, um, send our condolence and out to Mary Wilson and her family. uh So, lady, can you you have anything on her? Like, who is Mary Wilson for some of these young people who may not know uh, Mary Wilson sung with the um, Supremes. Yeah, she sung with them. She was one of the um, founding members of the um, Supremes, and she was with them until the very, very end. She was actually the last member standing um, when they broke up in 1977. So um, she did. Uh, the, she had a dozen of number one hits. So she she did some. Um, y'all y'all remember that song, Baby Love? My baby. I don't have remember that. Uh, no, that's not it. That's no, don't one. do that. Don't do that. Stop. <laughs> In the name, okay, I'm not gonna sing, but she's yeah, stopping keep in your the name keep of your daytime and your nighttime job. <laughs> I'm telling my mother, <laughs> keep uh-huh. your nighttime job, Lady D. <laughs> but anyway, she opened many doors for for a lot of people in in Motown. Um, sure not you, Lady. Did she open? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. My bad. I'm here. And she released her album Mary Wilson in 1979. So that that's all we got on Miss Wilson. May she rest in peace. peace. So, Lady D. Yes, sir. Black History Month is almost coming to a closing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it goes on after the 28th. We just, you know, that just we just celebrated, but, you know, Black History Month goes on and on, you know? So, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think, um, I don't think we're going to speak to Lynn Gibson. Yes, sir. He's as, um, president of the Peachtree uh, Independent Film Festival out mm-hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia. Right. He's associate producer of the BT. It's on BET Plus, The Prodigal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's doing amazing numbers. It is. This guy had the pleasure to sponsor My Life Matters, the play with the musical with the purpose when right. we came to Atlanta. Um, and so I'm going to speak to, we're going to speak Lynn. And um, I'm just, I'm excited. Then the final day of filming while being black, the final episode of this series, uh-huh. we're going to close with Murder Pain. He's ah! a young producer that produced on, on, on a lot of this, um, what is it? Um, was it Tuba? T- what is it? Tubi? Tubi. Tubi? Yes. Sir. And a lot of places. He got Plug Love. Love, he's doing this amazing thing. And I got right. a special guest that's in the line. And I'm going to give you a hint. He played Notorious B.I.G. in the Biggie movie. <laughs> that's it. I'm going to put it out there like that. Really? Yeah, I said it. All right, so we only got we have about seven minutes. Um, I need you to shout out your folks over there, um, the ones who've been been hanging out with you. I am. All right, I have my sister in law, Naima McIntyre, Jay Spellbound, the Spellbound, the podcast. Y'all get moving music with my stuff. Um, Cookies here, Danita's mom, and um, I don't have a lot of people, man. They hiding. So what you got, lady? I got Sierra. My bad. So I have Keisha over here. I have Gerald. I have Sharice. I have 
have my mama. Yes, I said She should have been over here with me. And I have Miss Samantha hanging out with us. So we just want to say to everybody that hung out with us, thank you so much for rocking and rolling with your two crazy people. I am Lady D, and this is... Prince Cree. Uh-huh. That is not how the order is supposed to go. It don't matter. Why are you trying to be... All right, we out of here. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs>